Take two. Blast this shit. Welcome to Space is Fake, the podcast. Transmission incoming. From outside this world. This is uh, Kenny. I'm Kenny. Hi, my name is Alex. I'm a new guest on the show. An alien threat. Houston, we've got a problem. What space is fake? Say again, there's nothing out here. What space is fake? Say again, there's nothing out here. What space is fake? Say again, Houston. Space is fake. That's the name of the podcast. Say again. And today we are going to be covering Elizabeth Bathory. So, Kenny. What up? Do you, uh, do you take showers? Do you bathe? Occasionally. Occasionally? Do you like to shower? Yeah. Do you do it like a boss? I, I, I tend to, yeah. Yeah? So, does that, uh, does that involve, uh, Bathtubs full of uh, blood from uh, peasants? No, no, no. You you, you don't have seventeen castles from your from your husband who's out at war? No, not yet. No. Oh, then you're not doing it like a boss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the threshold, apparently. Yeah. Of uh, t- anything t- short of that, you're a basic bitch. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, no basic bitches here. We're gonna talk about a boss. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's baby blood. We'll never know, because all of that information's been destroyed or lost. <laughs> so this is all speculation. So, yeah, just to, just to for anyone that's uninitiated, uh, Elizabeth Bathory uh, has been uh, accused by many of bathing in the blood of thousands of young peasant women, virgins. Yeah. Elizabeth Bathory is also known as Countess Elizabeth Bathory de Exet, also known as Bathory Erzesbet, or in Slovak, Alzbeta Bathoryova. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think we should start maybe with some facts. Mm-hmm. The Countess was born on August 7th, 1560. That's uh, 16th century for you fools who didn't pay attention to history class. Fools. I also, just as an aside, completely hate how the centuries are, uh, off, by are, are off by one. Yeah. Like, I get why. I, I don't. Because... So I don't... What do you call the first one? Zero. The zero century how do you yeah, no it's how do fucking you, dumb how do you conjugate a zero no it's a hundred percent dumb you can't dude the whole you thing, can't do it the whole that's the conspiracy in in the date system right it's meant to confuse you i mean i don't know but would, it just would it be dumb. zero th or zero nd i don't know because zero is these, not a real number it doesn't exist these are the questions that uh i mean that, that will never be answered by this yeah podcast. that's i mean th- there is no history right the, the earth is uh 2019 years old it all started near zero everything before that is just uh a logical fallacy of your mind playing tricks on you really oh wait no that's why that's why it is i i think we've just revealed our ignorance oh i'm pretty sure that was revealed with episode one i mean or maybe i just did 
that the reason it is off by one, the reason that 1560 is the 16th century is because the first century is zero to nine nine nine. Yeah, yeah, but that's dumb. But why? But then, what would you call the first one? Other, if you didn't. Well, it's not the first century. It's just a recent point. Anyways, back to uh, the bloodbath. That is the life of Countess uh, Alzabetta Batoriova. She first, real quick. Why did they call her Bloody Betty and not Elizabeth Bloodbathery? Blood in quotes. Dude. I just fucking punched up uh, 16th century newspapers, and and I I'm a, who the fuck am I? I'm a loser with a podcast. Do better. Yeah, I feel like I mean maybe, you know maybe if they had a knowledge of seo best practices and like were brand minded yeah they probably did that's probably uh and we'll find out as the podcast goes on but that i'm willing to wager was her downfall is she really didn't have clear brand direction yeah like she probably wasn't scoring any sponsor deals like she just got handed off like yeah that's true. a place to stay or two or 17 you know so she probably just didn't have to worry about it. She was riding off views uh, from from you know established domain authority and uh, link juice. Yeah, from Naturally. her network. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's not immortal. She died on uh, August twenty first in sixteen fourteen. Interesting that she died uh, in the same month that she was born in the year, but only. Three, uh, three weeks after or so. Yeah. Two weeks after, technically, but right. I like the numbers game in this. As we alluded to in the naming, she is uh, a Hungarian noblewoman, but she actually, according to some sources, comes from the Transylvanian branch. And so that's where a lot of people uh, connect her to Vlad the Impaler, uh-huh. even though, and I... I don't have this pulled up, but I'm pretty sure they didn't reign during the same. There may they may have actually run around in similar circles, but yeah. So she basically ran shit through the works and and efforts of her family, basically mm-hmm. born into nobility that owned land in uh, the kingdom of Hungary, which actually today is Hungary, Slovakia, and Romania. The castle that she is most associated with and spent her final years in was actually in Slovakia. Yeah. She lived a life of minimal notoriety for uh, the majority of her life uh, up until 1590 is when, you know, at least her crimes started to be recorded. Of course, it's assumed that her crimes ended, you know, the year when uh, she got ratted on by a snitch sent by King Matthias in uh, or around 1609. Is that is that how she got uh, got caught? Uh, so basically, uh, let me let me just pull up my other source. I, by the way, I wasn't saying it wasn't. I was just saying that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to uh, corroborate this evidence with multiple sources, as we do on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, don't be fooled. 
there's a lot of heresy that goes on, my dear listener, but uh, we want to be as mindful of the truth as we can be. And uh, I think as this podcast episode goes on, we'll you'll, you'll see what we mean. When yeah. We get into it. Basically, what they're uh, talking about. Oh, oh the, the, the investigator, Georgi Thurzo? Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Georgi Thurzo was sent uh, to investigate basically basically what happened essentially in her uh, torture and murder spree. The peasants started becoming less prevalent. She had to, you know, find sustenance elsewhere. And she started murdering the nobility uh, or lesser nobility, right? Because, I mean, everyone basically bowed to her family name. Right. She, let's say. Yeah. Uh, and, and she was like high up enough that she, when she was, she was in an arranged marriage at like 11, 15, but I mean, does or, it, yeah. it's irrelevant. She, yeah, they probably started courting each other. I think they were, the engagement was when she was 11. Yeah. And that makes sense. Um, I mean, cause like when they got married, he was like four or five years older than her. So yeah, like, but she assuming was, that at around 14, 15, his family was like, all right, dude got to start figuring shit out yeah like and he was in the aristocracy too yeah and but she was high up enough in the aristocracy that she actually her family outranked his so she kept her last name and he took her last name. yeah yeah yeah. um so she was yeah she was extremely influential she was and and uh so she definitely had a lot of uh autonomy i would say especially for that time period right Mm -hmm. she could do whatever and, and as one did. does, <laughs> as one does, she indulged the sweeter, more succulent side of human endeavors. Um, she got weird, as they say, as the kids say. She definitely got weird. But um, in terms of confirmable, uh, confirmable numbers, she was only indicted for eighty. Um, but but the uh, investigator came back with testimony for from over three hundred witnesses. Who had like either seen, survived, or, or or just heard or, stories, or about. really only even just wanted to talk about it, mm-hmm. and and not to say, not to say that she didn't do it, like by all means, yeah, she's she probably killed more. They they estimate that she killed around uh, six hundred and fifty, yeah, allegedly, which like that number is insane if you contemplate it right Mm. uh the guinness book of world records gave her the nod for (laughs) (laughs) most prolific female serial killer of all time i think yes i feel like that's maybe uh an award they should stop giving out you know yeah well i mean well okay so first of all first of all it's based on you know, numbers that are not, uh, uh, you know, they, they can't really be proven, but like my, in the same way that it could happen today. Yeah. And I, what I, what I'm really, if you read between the lines of what I just said, what I mean by that is that, uh, I would hate for the next serial killer that kills like 651 Uh to say that they were, driven by you know that number yeah like because because the the way that we're living today like i could definitely see 
the collective megalomania and lunacy of our society manifest itself in an individual that's like, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. Oh, that. You know? Yeah. Because it wouldn't be, and, and this may not sound the best, but it wouldn't be nearly as romantic as it was with Elizabeth. Um, like, it would be a hundred times more horrendous just because of the methods available. Like, I, I somehow just don't envision it happening with, I mean, like, one by of, one. Yeah. It would be, like, it would be someone taking down, like, a... You'd have to do, like, a mass murder. Yeah, it, it would just be something so... <sighs> outrageously horrendous that I just don't want, like, we don't need that. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that this wasn't completely horrendous back then, by the way. Oh, yeah. By um, all accounts, even even if we just go with the number of 80. And are we going to get into, like, the torture shit that she actually did to him? I, I think. I mean, we're, we're looking at facts here, right? Right. Um, and that's... So, the reason I'm semi-jokingly bringing up this meta for our listener, just so you understand... Most of what's written on the internet about uh, our pal, Elisabetta, is... Color Liz. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Not to be confused with Lizzie Borden, um, another infamous serial killer-ish who nobody could prove was one. If that's you, I don't know if that's fiction, but whatever. Anyways, point being, um, most of what's out there kind of builds off of untruths or overestimations um, and, and kind of just like clearly just isn't not only is it not factual it's not even good writing like <laughs> it's just all around bad and what I mean by that so like I read a bunch of articles that would bring up snippets of truth but then just get lazy like there's this one article that um, basically wants to say that her and her husband, the Hungarian count, uh, Ferenc Nadasdi, that they were a power couple. And because they, you know, they had a lot of castles and basically were meant for each other. And that he kind of facilitated a lot of the killing that she, uh, that she did, but then also kept her in check. And then there's one point where they misspell his last name. So it reads as Nadadi. <laughs> and I'm just like that's fucking sloppy dude like super sloppy and then when they talk about his death they don't bring up the year uh-huh. that he dies in but you have years for almost everything else yeah and and bring up the weird picture thing on uh, Google oh yeah and then when you Google <laughs> and and for our listeners I want you to do this I want you to Google uh, and I'm just going to go directly to... Yeah, I'm going to do it on my computer to make sure it shows up the same. Um, you just Google her her name, right? Her, you Google Elizabeth Bathory. B-A-T-H-O-R-Y. It's like bath and ivory without the I. And then you scroll down to where it tells it says more people. And then the second person will give his name. Frank Nadasti, spouse. And then the picture is of some dude from the 70s who, <laughs> like, could be some type of mobster. Like, he, he looks like a, 
he could be, you know, pretty deep in it, but it's not the guy. Um, and if you click on that, you can scroll down to the actual Wikipedia article and, um, you know, you can see a picture of him with his, uh, with his hands at his waist. And, you know, as they do, they, they have some like stationary and shit and, uh, they have the murder floor. Uh, it's the, it's the red and black checkered floor before they normalize it to black and white. You know, you, you got to stay illuminated, but they're just not doing it right. Oh, can you do a search on that? I'm doing, I'm doing a reverse image search to try and see if I can figure out who this person actually is. So for our listeners, uh, if you can replicate these spells, spells, steps, <laughs> there I am being illuminated again. Uh, and just figure out who this guy is. Oh, we figured it out. Well, I mean, it's... it's no, we it's, didn't. It's still just as bad. Dude, like, okay, so, the, I mean, the reason that this is, this is something's fucky is because he, this dude was born in 1555 and died in 1604. The, and there's a photograph, like, and he's wearing, like, a, like, just like a blazer and a, dude, and a that, button Dude, that up. looks like a picture from the 70s. Yeah, and he has glasses, like, made by Oakley. <laughs> yeah, like, he's not, um... So like we said, you only get the truth on this podcast, um, and that is one such uh, one such truth is that the picture for her husband. It's still yeah. It says count of uh, yeah yeah. I mean it's it says it's him. So I don't know how the fuck they have a photograph of him. Speaking of photos or images, so the last original portrait of uh, Miss Bathory was from 1585. So almost a whole 20 years before she would die at age 54. Right? Is that math right? That's right. Oh, I sorry. Uh, update on this guy. Oh, yes. So update uh, on the uh, doppelganger of Erzebeth's husband. This, this is a uh, descendant of that guy who uh, died or who was born in 1937. Damn. So when he died, is he still alive? Uh, no, he died in 2013. But that we're also, we were probably pretty fucking close on when this picture was taken. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good for us. Son. Dude, you know, but now I want to like, okay, so we But gotta... he, he was also the count, you know, a Hungarian count, just like like he, this yeah, is yeah, they keep titles, but it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, right? Like, ain't no one gonna give them money to rebuild their castles. Yes, yeah, this dude's in a fucking tan blazer now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's six feet deep, chilling. Um, but yeah, where do we leave off? Yeah, so basically, in terms of reported murder spring, it only really started like in the 1600s, so 17th century. Um, and I, I know I said we would give the truth. I'm willing to bet she started a lot earlier, little by little, probably just kind of uh, testing. Oh, my God. Well, it seems like by the end, this had become a very systematic kind of a thing. Like It was it was probably like a drug fix, honestly. What do you mean? Like at first. Oh, just like. It was like one or, one or two. And it's like, hee, 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 I got away with it. And then. You know, the next week it's like, fuck, I'm itching again. Where's the hatchet? Yeah. Well, you and know? did you read that she, I guess, was just a, uh, it was based on like the uh, the trial 
Um, some, you know, people had mentioned all the horrible things that she had done torture wise to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also mentioned that, uh, apparently they did, um, uh, tortures and bloody orgies to, uh, to celebrate like different family, uh, milestones, like, um, her daughter's wedding and celebrating hot holidays and stuff like that. I mean, I would believe it, right? Because, like, if she's doing this on a high, which I think from profiling serial killers as collective society, we've found that that's usually there's an asphyxiation of some type. Yeah. Um, did I say that right? Because I, I, I don't mean the choking to death. Oh, that's what asphyxiation is. Okay, so I said that wrong. But uh, 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 fixation. Oh, oh, yeah. Got I it. said two words in one. Yeah, I'm fixation I'm, of some type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. fixating on shit. Mm-hmm. Sue me. I'm foreign. Go subscribe <laughs> to my Patreon and support my uh, learning the English language. Uh, for a dollar, you can give a child a future. Um, yeah, little old Alex. <laughs> yeah. Teach him English. Um, anyways, once you start fixating and, and you know, you, you find elation in that. And then especially like after a while you get comfortable, right? And now it's like, it's easy. So yes, you start getting sloppy, but like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like you're throwing out girls in the middle of the night to be frozen to death and shit. Like, and you've got kind of the most power within your little community. Well, like, yeah, you own this and the next 17 castles across three countries. I mean, so there's no way that her family didn't at least know about it. So it doesn't totally surprise me that there were... Like some shit that involved the family that she was so, doing. So one of the articles on the internet that I read um, basically said that her aunt facilitated some of the shit, mm-hmm. but it was one of those uh, one of those articles that that references the whole thing as uh, take it with a grain of salt because all the records are lost, so it could have or not have happened. Right. Um, that was one of my biggest pet peeves in researching for this uh-huh. is all the, the references to, well, you know, most of the records are lost, so who knows? Uh, but yeah, so the reference was that it was, uh, an aunt was a facilitator and enabler as well, especially during the times that, uh, her husband was at war okay. fighting, um, fighting the Turks and uh, one of the references was that uh, this aunt and uncle taught her about Satanism and sodomasochism. Sadomasochism. Sadomasochism. And, um, I mean, obviously that's possible. Like, we learn shit from others, yeah. right? Like, it's not like she could have gone on the internet and, and or like... But I don't know if this was satanism based like to the extent that i even believe there are true satanists in the uh scare quotes way uh you know what i mean like what do you mean by scare oh like like uh, in the like like satanic panic type shit right like i i don't think that i think most satanists are just trying to troll right that's right like that's how satanism kind of started even even old timey satanism was just trolling it was just literally trolling yeah my my um i don't think anyone like sacrifices people to satan i think she was doing this for more personal reasons you you know what it was what i think it was probably a healthy amount of um like power hunger yeah coupled with maybe like uh you know eating uh 
like like a severe food allergy to like spoiled food that may have caused like an infection in her brain. You had to send wires crossed somewhere yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, or just or just the good old fashioned. I have way too much money and no oversight over my activities. Like right. I mean, like there is something to be said for people who are like born completely wealthy and just and have every they want for nothing so that they're completely like numb to anything they have to go outside. well like we we know that kind of stuff happens today yeah right and today we have support services for when or if you do go ballistic because you have too much especially if you have too much money like you know you can get the best of the best but back then like there is nothing there's no, nothing that keeps you, you in check right the only thing that keeps you in check like if you're a peasant, um, you know the the law or like the ruler of your land, like puts you in prison or you get flogged, and like those are very real consequences. Right. But if you are that, but person, those are so far away. If you're that person, right? Like they don't even happen, as is evidently the case here, and probably with many others. Um, and so, because uh, I, I mean, at this time, executions were incredibly common, and she got caught and did not get executed. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Well, that looks bad. Exactly. As we would soon come to find out in when did the French Revolution happen? Uh, when, whenever Mary Antoinette, Antoinette told him to go eat lies and. Uh, 1789. Yeah, so like, you know, roughly 90 years or whatever. After her. Death. Yeah, after, after this one. So relatively, you, you know, like, we we would like to think that things change rapidly, but you have to realize that things didn't really change rapidly up until... Relatively recently. Like, after World War Two. Yeah. Like, that that's one of the things. World War One, like, France and a lot of the uh, other countries were still using uniforms that they wore to go fight in like wars that they fought previously in like 17 and 1800s with the little like it's almost like a it would be a novelty uniform today you would never <laughs> think to wear to go to combat yeah well and i mean just this is maybe getting off on a little bit of a tangent but just looking at like the uh, the conditions of world war one it was just like so fucking primitive i mean it's just people sitting in a trench for Dude, fucking 36 yeah, if months you, solid. Yeah, and if you eating. caught an infection off, like, if you cut, if you cut your nail wrong and got, you know, cut a little bit, like an ingrown nail could kill you, and the solution is, like, chop off the leg yeah. or catch gangrene. Yeah. And then, oh, I'm in pain. We'll just give him some opium. Like, it's cool. Yeah, dude. Um, and, you know, get him on heroin. Or that was probably World War II's heroin. Um, they got a little more synthetic about it but anyways to circle back to to count his bloodbath lizzie 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 the bloodbath countess <laughs> shit if i hear that somewhere i'm copy striking your ass <laughs> youtube meta everybody um but yeah you know it um it's possible and um kind of mind-blowing if you really think about it to just contemplate everything about uh, about her life and what led up to it, yeah. um, and I don't blame anyone that speculates. Really, I, I know I 
I came into recording this episode with the intention of uh, bashing and, and ragging and laughing at. Basically, everyone with the exception of one episode, and that's uh, not that they need it, but the last podcast on the left did an episode that was comprehensive. Uh-huh. But those fuckers have a research team, so like... Well, I think they have, uh, yeah, they've got like an intern and and, Mar- right, right, right. and Marcus is a one-man fucking army. Well, he's a fucking machine. Team. Like, yeah. props to you, buddy. Yeah. Um, one day, one day. Um, so should we get into the uh, the stuff that is like rumored to be true, but is almost certainly not true? Yeah. So to segue into that, let's look at what the eighty confirmed kills and potential six hundred and fifty kills went through to get there i read quite a bit of stuff but it's tough to to say what is accurate and what isn't because there's so much out there that's inaccurate about this person i read an article it was something about like that she would like rip the skin off of their faces with hot tongs and shit but that article also talked about her bathing in blood and like doing this as like some kind of youth ritual, which none of that stuff that's been speculated, but has not been confirmed. Like people have yeah, speculated I mean, that so, based so, on the fact that she killed young virgins, which sure. I mean, like, I guess if you're going to do the the movie version of this, but it's probably not. I don't think that was her motivation. And, and the bloodbath thing is not, you know, it doesn't. Have yeah. So let's, so let's touch base on a couple of those things. So, the, the blood bathing, so this comes from uh, another article that I found mostly uh, to have holes, mm-hmm. so I didn't, you know, but, but let's, let's assume that it's true, because, I mean, it, it is referenced in a few other places, but apparently in 1796, Michael Wagner uh, was the one that publicized and uh, popularized the story of the blood bathing. Uh-huh. Uh, as a skincare obsession, right? It's like that, but, uh, like that subreddit, our makeup addiction. Yeah, but but see, so here's the problem with with this article, though. So I will give a nod to the name and the year. That's all fine. But in this article, uh, they're saying that basically it was a chambermaid who made uh, basically a note of a couple of hairs being out of place in Elizabeth's coiffure coiffure I don't I don't know what the fuck a coiffure is but then she uh, uh, the countess hit her so hard on the ear that the girl's nose spurted blood like you got to get clapped pretty fucking hard in for the nose ear to come, for, for blood to come out the other side of your head <laughs> Yeah, to cause a nosebleed. Um, but there, there is a commonality here with other references in that, uh, you know, she did cuff a servant girl and then, uh, you know, some blood came out and hit, uh, you know, a part of her skin on her hand or something. Yeah. And she, you know, was so taken aback. By the instant beauty that that this blood speckle on her hand caused to then come to the conclusion that hey maybe if i just dunk myself in a tub full of this okay so here's something fucked up that just hit my brain if you were actually doing this in real life wouldn't it make more sense to like keep them alive 
and just like cut open a vein and yeah. just put it on a brush because they're going to continuously generate blood. And right. everybody, I mean, well, it's like even the if, even Mad if, Max principle. Yeah. You know, if you're going to use them as blood bags, you got to keep them alive. They, yeah. I mean, it would be really Well, it's up what a stuff, true vampire would do. It like, is. Just ask Nicolas Cage. He'd tell you all about it. Yeah. Um, He's definitely got a basement full of uh, people hooked up to IVs. <laughs> dude, I, no, no, not even. No, he doesn't want that overhead. His fans just come over. <laughs> He's like, what up, buddy? You want to hang out? Yeah, that's true. You know, and just check out my Cobras. If only, she, if only she had a fan base. Dude, I know, right? Um, I mean, she was just ahead of her time. But um, my point there being that if... Like you, you really, if, if she really wanted to do something like that, like chopping them. So, so there's uh hostel, right? The, that series, there's one instance where there's a woman that's kind of like, that. that's the thing, but they kind of do it in a realistic way where they basically have, um, and I think it was also a girl. I'm, I'm not too sure anymore of the scene. I'm sure you can find it, but basically they have the body strung upside down. So that the blood is rushing to your head. Uh -huh. um, and then basically this girl just sits in a bathtub and has this huge scythe. And she just like uses it to chop the neck uh -huh. and slices the neck open. And then the blood just starts dripping. And she's like rubbing herself with the blood. Like that, I could see if you were trying to do that. Um, but the whole filling up a full bathtub and then... Yeah, because like dumping in it, you you really don't get. I mean, it takes like what fifteen gallons at least to fill up a bathtub, even like halfway. I mean, dude, for me, not like it probably need thirty. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of people. Like, like, dude, entire... that's more people than I would want to deal with. Period. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Um, you know, and at that point, like. I don't know. I I will say there's a lot of uh, interesting fan art around it, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like a, a lot of great uh, interpretations, like bathtubs that just take shape of shit that would never exist, especially like not today, let alone back then. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's really great. Does the, uh, the death metal band Bathory count as <laughs> fan art? I mean, I'm I guess it's that. not death metal. It's Norwegian uh, black metal. So, like, a little bit better. Yeah. Or worse, depending on I'd who say, you ask. I'd say better. Or which time of, uh, where on the timeline yeah. do you look at? I mean, it's more it's more uh, church-burning metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so there, there was that, and it's really kind of hard to believe like, just, dude, the amount of contemplation we just did over one supposed act of torture, you know, it leads me to say, probably not. Like, even taking into account the absurdity of the level of wealth that she possessed, mm -hmm. uh, just her alone, like, especially with her husband... Yeah, uh, husband's money added to that, and to her, uh, in addition to her family money, which well, right. So, so not to then to add money. the whole network of her family's money, but also her husband's money, mm -hmm. and that entire network, and then like, you know, whatever war booty he was bringing home 
every time he came home from the front. But if we take a look at uh, some of the more realistic ways that uh, the torture methods are described, I mean, you mentioned taking hot uh, metal to their face to try to skin them. Yeah. Well, so the, so I, I read that in an article that also made the claim about the about the uh, the bloody bath thing. So part of me doesn't really buy that, but. I did like on the Wikipedia page, which is a little bit well, a little bit better sourced than of uh, than oddly a lot of the other articles and stuff that are and, on. And that's why all our, of our sources are from Wikipedia. I mean, <laughs> right. We we really you know yeah we're like a they, Wikipedia podcast. They start from Wikipedia and and they occasionally branch out from there. There's plenty of fun links on there, um, but they did mention uh, in Wikipedia um, uh, severe beatings. Uh, burning and mutilation of uh, hands, biting flesh off of faces, arms, and other body parts. Um, also, like burning, uh, burning people with hot tongs, and then uh, placing them in freezing cold water, um, covering them in honey and live ants. I mean, I could, so I could see the use of hot thong tongs, uh-huh. tongs, just because they probably had that to like put wood on the fire right like that was a tool they would have access to and it would already be near a source of heat um and and the way i could see it is as a progression of the lunacy Mm -hmm. so you're just trying to you know it's kind of like an athlete who pushes boundaries right so you know except you add a lot of money lunacy being power hungry so you know coupling all that together like this is an extreme yeah and so you know that might also speak to why she targeted girls yeah young girls right because she was engaged at around 11 and yes you know there's references to them being a power couple and he's got all these castles and there's money involved but like she's marrying down yeah like that's not typically the way you want it to go right if you're a girl in um, the aristocracy in the aristocracy and, and in those times Especially that part of the world, like, you know, not to, I don't want to trash anything east of Germany and Austria, but, you know, there's a little, uh, it, it's not as uh, lumin- luminous <laughs> as the rest of the world is described. <laughs> you know, whether that's true or not is, is irrelevant, really, right? All, all that matters is that what survives in the paperwork Yeah. after the dust settles. And so, yeah, I could see her just basically making the best of it but you just add that dash of lunacy and that's what that looks like did she rip the face off of every woman and girl that that she put through the ringer probably not but Um, she probably did get in some crazy fucking frenzies where she did some weird shit if you're killing that many people you're gonna it's not gonna be like fucking dexter where it's just every single time it's just a clean little right 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 she's not a she's not a um like that's you know she's not a serial killer from that standpoint i I would even venture and and call her a psycho killer a psychopath like a true you know not a sociopath but uh like a crazed lunatic path (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean you'd have to be you know Um, she was about the blood frenzy more than like you know trying to figure out where the organs are on a live body and that's what made you serial killer yeah 
Um, and that was a low key Jack the Ripper reference for anyone that that wonders, <laughs> or or one of the Jack the Rippers, right? A lot of those murders were so different in some ways that uh, we and no one really knows who. Yeah, who knows? Who um, do you want to get into her uh, her imprisonment and punishment? Yes, yes, that's a good capstone. So she got caught. <laughs> uh, that that. Uh, investigator we mentioned earlier um he uh he actually sent two other investigators to go and they uh, like i said earlier interviewed over 300 witnesses or uh, you know uh, I, I guess not direct so, eyewitnesses like, not I all would, of them but some of them were survivors of her um, yeah so for just context in that situation right if we kind of think about uh how witness testimony goes to today like uh, a known fact about witness testimony is that it's usually false. Mm -hmm. In some way, it's incorrect. Yeah. Like, even, and that's just... Well, the, just because no one has perfect recall. Well, yeah, it's the fault of the brain. Like, even if you straight, and especially if you just stared at a traumatic event and saw it, mm -hmm. and this assumes that you seeing a traumatic event uh, translates into you having experienced it as such. Because, of course, if you're just a cold-hearted observer, accountant, you know, you're just there to move the beans around and, like, then probably, you know, you're fine. Right. Like, your witness testimony is cool. And she also did this, all this shit over the course of at least, like, 20 years, probably more like 35, possibly mm -hmm. even 40 years. Right. So and, and a lot of these eyewitnesses, or a lot of these, you know, witnesses, whether they be eyewitnesses or, like, you know, second or third hand, uh, their memory is going to be pretty dodgy of it at best. Well, but when you have 300 witnesses, you can yeah, probably it's hard. I mean, so, so for for those the the times that we're talking about here, yeah, it all adds up to there's something here. But you know, we do have to kind of understand with how just being a human works, right? If you are uh, a survivor of you know, an abuse, maybe like in the early days, right? Like, yeah, you, you got caught and you got cuffed and she got super mad. And then, you know, a month and you got fired. But then a month later, your neighbor's 10 year old is gone, disappeared. And, you know, that happens to another girl. And then you go to the market in the, you know, village over and you hear that their girls are being abducted yeah. and disappearing. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, she opens up the, the school for girls. And then now you see like a multitude of girls from other parts of, of the countryside coming in. And now like they're disappearing or a girl that's staying there runs out in the middle of the night crying, you know, half naked, covered in honey. Yeah. Because she's got fire ants up her crack hole or whatever. You know, you're going to start connecting things and start getting upset. And then also... She's filthy rich and you work for her because you have no choice. And because she's mad and a lunatic, you know, you're probably suffering in other not related ways that just like peasants suffered. Right. And, and at that time, like, it didn't even matter if you worked for her because by extension, everyone kind well, of that's, did. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. if you're a peasant, you automatically work for her, like, basically. You hate the nobility because that's unattainable. Because it's all tied to this arbitrary idea of blood, right? And you—you'll like never like you just don't have an exit strategy, right? So your exit strategy comes in the form of this dude that was sent by the king 
And well, you have fealty to the king, like yes, technically she is the extension of the king and you're getting fucked by her and the things that she's doing. But now you have a direct channel here. So yeah, everyone is gonna come out and testify. Yeah. Like fuck, all you gotta say is, yeah, she's fucking crazy. Well, and do you know where the 650 came from? Like the, that number came from? Did you did you catch that? Um, no, it was on the Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, um, and it was in. I, I saw it in a couple other articles as well. One of her uh, one of her servants was testifying against her. A bunch of her servants actually testified against her for obvious reasons because she used to like mistreat them, beat the shit out of them. A couple of them were actually her victims, but one of them came with like this ledger that had 650 names on it. Oh, and she was, just kept names? And it was apparently in fucking Bathory's handwriting. So like, yeah. Oh, uh, shit. It, it sounds like Bathory, or at least allegedly, she had kept names of all the people that she had killed. And so that's maybe, where the 650 so came from. So maybe in a way she was a cold calculating psychopath. Yeah, I mean... I mean yeah, you'd think that, like, if you're thinking about it to that level where you're like, I'm going to keep a record of this so I can, like, I guess, think about it. It's like a, I mean, it's like a, a trophy kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, it, that makes sense, too. Like, that she's not just blanket killing everyone, but rather, like, I wonder, I wonder what the criteria was for you to get on the list. And I know we could speculate and it probably would come to the conclusion that, like, nothing and everything could. Yeah. But, like, I truly, like... If, if I could have one superpower, it would be time travel mm -hmm. to just go and, like, see it. Yeah. But then I'd probably get fucking frustrated and cause a butterfly effect. Yeah, man. Um, then come back and President Hitler. Dude, I know. I don't want to... I mean, Germans are right, but not in that context. <laughs> um, so, uh, so at, I mean, long story short, a lot of people testified against her and she got fucked, rightfully so. Well, um, not really. I, I mean, mean, she got a lot less fucked than any commoner would have for yeah. doing a lot less. Like, a commoner probably could have stolen a, a bushel of grapes and gotten a worse punishment. Oh, than she dude, you, you grab an apple off the floor that fell off a, an apple seller's cart, you're probably losing a hand. Yeah. And, um, uh, and she got solitary confinement in a fucking castle. And yeah. it was in a windowless room. Well, they say that. So, like, so here's the thing, right? Like, the noble aristocracy did uh the right thing by them which they'll you know as history will tell you always do they took all her accomplices right there's like four people yeah or something like they that were they all were all her servants by the way so yeah, like yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. think like, they had any choice in it well that but also well yes a like everything is overshadowed by lack of choice you either get laddered up in honey and get tossed to the ants which, if you've never looked at um, any Roman history, there are actually accounts of that method of execution or entertainment in the Colosseum of getting laddered up in honey and tossed to fire ants. Mm -hmm. It's not a pretty way to go. Yeah, not um, at all. You, you know, and so if you're a servant and your choice is help her get her fix on or be something that she gets her fix off of most people are going to choose what's easier for them especially if you've got family and then you know maybe you get a chance to move your family in the castle but like super away from it yeah i don't know we could speculate but all i'm saying is 
people do things to further themselves in their own standing just in life in general right yeah like, like shit if this means i get two extra loaves of bread and like a potato and a half for my child and you know and it probably meant like better clothes they probably felt like they were you know their shit smelled better than the rest of the peasants like you see it in movies all the time and so it's uh yeah it's pretty common look at our politicians shit yeah um you don't need to look much further than uh than that for examples of people that will uh get a leg up any way they can um and i mean this worldwide yeah just for anyone that wasn't sure uh but yeah so you know obviously all of them got the hammer uh interestingly enough i didn't see anything about how they were executed yeah and and how their lives uh ended but yeah she just got uh confinement solitary effectively solitary until death which uh she died four years later yeah uh she's 54 i think yeah she was Um, 54 when she died and uh yeah i mean it said she was kept uh bricked in a set of rooms that only had a a small slits uh open for ventilation and passing food she was in uh a castle like i said it was cash castle i think it's uh c-a-c-h-t-i-c-e yeah it's uh okay and uh i mean it's a pretty sick ass castle honestly yeah you're gonna be in prison somewhere like if i could pick like i'd i'd fucking yeah if you would be in prison if you could take oh there's a reconstruction of it because it's all ruins now but um yeah it looks pretty solid I, i will say probably honestly she probably wasn't even held in confinement. Yeah, they probably, I mean... Like, that's, you know, because, again, a lot of this speculation, lack of records, like, just looking at it realistically, I mean, maybe because it's the word of the king, but, like, honestly, what the fuck does the king really care about? Like, so... I I mean, I could imagine that even the rest of the aristocrats, uh, even though they kind of have a lookout for their own sort of mentality, Yeah, I could imagine them being very off-put by well, finding out that yeah she especially the lower gentry um that you know that that were starting to lose their daughters uh-huh. to her yeah so maybe they like, just see her face like barely fed her and shit here's what what's leading me towards saying that maybe she wasn't in confinement and not to say that she was li- living like a free-range chicken type of life sure you know, I'm sure they were like, you can't see the light. But they didn't take any of the property away from her or her family. Like, usually when you, right, if you're the king and you have, you know, your gentry over here being like, hey, this countess is doing shit. Like, if it's bad enough, yeah, you strip them of everything. Yeah. Uh, now, it's possible because they were fighting wars against the Turks, so wherever down south, that this family su- uh, supplied a lot of uh and i'm envisioning a map of for for those of you that don't have eyes on the room where we're recording i'm uh, basically moving my hand in, in the air pretending that i'm looking at a map and talking about shit he's moving his hand in a sort of slovakian shape <laughs> yeah exactly exactly uh uh true reconstruction in the uh 
ether. <laughs> but uh, point being that they probably provided troops. They probably provided resources, food, uh, armor, weaponry. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that kind of gets into the conspiracy aspect of it, which I don't... It, this is a conspiracy that would be fun to believe, but I don't believe. Um, which is that she was framed because there was people trying to like vie for her assets, like for, you know, the power that she had and stuff like that. But if that was the case, then, and like people are thinking she was framed by the aristocracy because they wanted to take what she had. So they could have just done that. Then they, they could have just been like, okay, you're guilty. So we're going to take everything. And they didn't, they had to, they didn't take it from her. They had to wait until the husband died. Right. If you, and they say he died from illness, so, you know, who knows, maybe he was poisoned. But but ultimately, there's other family there yeah. that would co-opt all of her castles on either side. Because, yeah. again, the, 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 the Bathory family, Bathory <laughs> family, was strong. Uh-huh. And so was Nana Daddy's. Yeah. Um... Nanner daddies. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah. I mean, that that so, new nanner daddy. It looks like they're still pretty pretty well established. Dude, he looks I like mean, a he's baller. Dead. Like, he's dead now, but he was a. Uh, I mean, he a was born preservationist. He was he was born was. the year that World War Two started. Yeah. And Austria Hungary was part of World War Two. Yeah. So yeah, they're rolling and they continue to roll in dough. And yet the castle's not reconstructed today, but that's because... The well, that modern... was just the castle she was locked up in. That wasn't even her right. castle. Right, and that's that's because the modern nobility isn't going to dump money into something that's going to get co-opted into a cultural, historical site. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Why would they burn their money for that? Right, why would they um, want to, you know, pay money for something that just a bunch of peasants are going to visit? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And no one's going to pay them taxes for it. Right. Uh, anymore so so yeah it, I have a hard time believing okay so it's possible that people conspired to kill her maybe like after their daughters got uh, killed you know, her tortured. in the castle yeah, yeah like like those kinds of things or maybe someone poisoned her and that's why she only lasted four years because it's not like she was that old like I mean but back then I feel like 50, 54 was pretty old back then. Yeah, but for nobility, I mean, there's people that lasted well into their 70s and 80s. That's a good point. Uh, like, the, that, that's the thing, I, I think. You know, she maybe she could only live four years without all those blood baths. I mean, right, it's possible that she's a vampire and, um, you know, it just someone tossed some onion in that piece. Yeah. You know, gave her some onion stew instead of uh, blood sausage. Yeah, Dad. Who knows? And all, honestly, it doesn't even matter because Bloody Betty of Hungary ain't so bloody no more. I, I don't have a closing on that, but right. I, I like Bloody Betty of Hungary. That's a fun, it's a fun, they, they did a pretty good job on that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I've, I've turned around. I, I still think that Elizabeth Blood Bathory is better. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. All right. Uh, I, it, last, last part before we close, because mm-hmm. conspiracies. The, uh, according to one of these non-sources sources, uh, it was a Jesuit that, uh, 
about a hundred years later. You talking about Turoxi? Hell yeah, bro. Tragica Historia? Yeah, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Father Laz Laszlo Tarozi. Taroxi? Yeah, Taroxi. I mean, Taroxi. I don't know. Tarachi? Well, yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh The Jesuit. How was that? Was that, was that, that good? That was pretty good. Thanks, man. I like that. But in 1720, he found the trial records and then he restored the legendary female vampire to human form with a name, identity, a history, and detailed descriptions of her crimes. It's in a, a, in it's, a book published only in Latin. Ungaria suis cum regibus compendio data. It sounds like Nagzi Zombat. It sounds like he wrote twenty seventeen twenty nine. It sounds like he wrote that section of the Wikipedia page. Dude, Nagzi Zombat. Well, and that he uh what, what was it Nungzi that he Zombat. that he um re what, how how did they word it for what oh he uh, restored. <laughs> Her to her human form. Yeah, restored her to her human form. Jesus Christ. What a way to say he wrote Dude, a fucking book. There is no cure for vampirism. <laughs> well, unless you play Skyrim. Yeah. Um, Dude, now I want to see if you can... Um... Ooh, so apparently uh, there is a dude that uh, McNally, uh -huh. in search of Dracula, returned to the archives in Transylvania and discovered an abundance of original documents from the trial of Elizabeth Bathory. Hell yeah, dude. Dracula was a woman in search of the Blood Countess of Transylvania. Dude, that's an actual book. Okay, I'm fucking buying it. All right. Well. Um, also, I'm reading a great book right now called The Historian. Uh, it's a little hard to read because it's translated or written by a non-natively English-speaking individual. It's great. It's... Uh, it's written as if it's real about this uh, woman whose dad and his professor had found out that Dracula was real and alive and were like in search of it. And then a bunch of their friends and then like they died and like got gashed and killed by vampires. That's dope, dude. Um, it's called The Historian. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good uh, nighttime reading before bed. But yeah, now I okay, for our listeners, if you have access to the book in Latin, please, please let me know. I would love to uh, to see it. Apparently there's also a book by Wagner, Michael Wagner, the guy that uh, that restored her uh, or no, he was he was the one that first publicized the blood best. Fuck that. I don't care. Philosophical anthropology. Uh, what a fucking hat. Yeah, articles on philosophical anthropology. So that's basically articles on fakeness. Vienna, 1796. Say again.